Hello. So, today's episode, I thought I will share an insight I had. Well, it's been that it's been going on since some time, but it's about um, why we have a discord between the male and the female. Yeah, between the ben- the gender gap and why the 2020 apparently yeah, 2020 goes on between the male and male and the female. It's got to do with Shiva and Sati. And Parvati also. So here's a story. Now, um, here's my um, understanding from reading through the story of it. The story is that um, Sati, uh, being in love with her husband, Shiva, um, was not invited to her father's uh, sacrificial, some ceremony was going on, puja. And uh, uh, finally, she gets she uh, gets invited. She comes there. That part is not the most important part, so I have not paid as much attention to it. The part is that her father's family was insulting of Shiva. Yeah, and um, during the ceremony, she felt so bad that uh, she immolated herself in the sacrificial fire and and uh, so that's the s- a story about at least the the important part that I'm more mostly referring to now the thing is why did why was there a discord between what has this got to do with the male female disparity and the disagreement or the fight it's in the story itself that um, if you look if you fast forward okay let's go with this sati um, the thing is about the married the married relationship between sati and shiva um, while there were the ceremonies happening it's either that why was the ceremony conducted in such a way that a person was insulted enough that she immolated herself in which case you know how sanctified was that was that sacrificial ceremony that violence of such nature came about so things were already off then it's about the marriage between sati and shiva um well in a way if sati had been um as together in her faith with Shiva she would not come to a situation that that she had to face such violence I think she she was uh, requested not to go and then she went um, still because it's her father who invited her so I think that um, but it, but even if that was the case the thing is about the relationship in their marriage that um, that may not have been as together that a violent s- situation came about because where there is love of such nature violence does not come about it's my thinking um, that's that's from Sati's part the other part is from the Shiva's part what was it that in in their relationship that Shiva gave up there was a gap between the relationship between Shiva and Sati that Sati went into a violent situation, was went into an unsafe situation. 
yeah so there was a gap in their marriage because of which such a uh, such an incident happened and then later it is said that uh, shiva got so angry that he tore sati's um, body into 108 pieces and threw them all around the globe and uh, and that um, apparently a little bit of the surya namaskar is to they apparently do it 108 times but then um, my thinking is that that is to bring the fires together um because sati was immolated in fire and then um, it's her burnt body which was then thrown so the surya namaskar is to bring the fires together is my understanding fast forward that uh, sati is said to be shiva's first wife or um, one uh, a wife before parvati enters the scene and uh, parvati is apparently a rebirth of sati or or one of one of the forms of it or is another female form and uh, her journey is through meditation what they call as penance but i think the word is meditation but then it had to be in such a way that um her uh, union with shiva had to be so complete that they that they are called as ardhanarishwar you know where they are um, a complement to each other and that is uh, where apparently the shiva and parvati um as a, as a complementary um partner as a, uh, comes about in a form of an ideal uh, married relationship apparently but my point is that they are still in on top of the mount uh, the snow capped mountains so they are not yet in among civilization yeah they are still alienated themselves into family but they are on top of the snow capped mountains and then you know that's where their <coughs> families so the story had to move forward uh, so i'm thinking um, my work my inquiry into all of this and now it's come to you know why is um if that is a mythological story about uh, uh the bridging the gender gap then i think my story here through my enterprise is about again bridging moving history and her story so that there is the disparities the bridges um the gaps are bridged and we have a more normal ordinary human uh humane living so and then my inquiries into is about parvati method of healing and you know all of those decent um thoughts lines of thought thought vectors are moving so i'm thinking so now my work is about bringing the shiva and parvati from the snow capped mountains to amongst us ordinary people yeah ordinary amongst everyday people living a humane well balanced male female balanced life so, which is where the ordinary living is so our mythological stories have kind of you're kind of uh, bouncing off of um a yet to evolve form yeah either a, a christian idea of god is uh, somebody who's on a cross um and crucified um and then we have gods who are in uh, not on earth either on snow-capped mountains or on the in the middle of a uh, ocean or uh, sitting on a lotus in uh void um and then we have another form which is in darkness yeah you can't see the see the 
the the the person is in is invisible and is in dark so we don't really have a ideal for normal ordinary living so so i get so that's where my work comes so that history is history and her story our life stories are moving forward into more ordinary nice beautiful flow harmony non-violence and uh, all of those thought lines and all of those nice things which is basically everything so that everything is in normal and um non-violent and peaceful and harmonious and evolution of what it could be what it is what it means to be human and what it means to have a human humane what it means to have life thank you for listening